singer-songwriter Mosey Lister with the song entitled Till the Storm Passes By. The second stanza he says, Many times Satan whispered, There is no need to try, for there is no end of sorrow, there is no hope by and by. But I know thou art with me, and tomorrow I will rise where the storm never darkened the skies. Till the storm passes over, till the thunder sounds no more, till the cloud roll forever from the sky. Hold me fast, let me stand, in the hollow of thy hand, keep me safe till the storm passes by. This morning, I want to go back to Isaiah 43 and share with you something else that I've learned. Verse 2 says, When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee, and through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. And when thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be born, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Let's take a little time this morning and look at the passage that his children must travel. When I speak of the passage, I simply mean the road, the pathway that each believer must walk. The passage is not an easy pathway. Scripture does not teach that the road from earth to heaven is an easy road. For he says, when thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. Many times people begin to wonder, why do I have to go through this? Why me? Because if we would stop and pay attention to the scripture, we would understand. Now he did not say, if thou passest through the waters. For if he had said, if thou passest through the waters, then one could ask the question, why me? He did not say if, he says when. So it tells us that we are going to go through some tough times at different times. From our text, we learn that this passage are the road God had chosen for his people, sometimes lead through fire and sometimes through water. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse number 6, the scripture says, From whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, and scourgeth every son of whom he receiveth. May I say to you today that the Lord lead his children through the long, rough road many times. Not that he has no other place that we can travel through, but he leads us through the long, rough road and for a reason. Hmm. What is the reason? He leads us there so he could humble us. In Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 2 and verse number 3 the Bible says, And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these forty years in the wilderness. Notice the next three words. To humble thee and to prove thee, to know what was in thine heart, 
whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or not. What? God led the children of Israel through the rocky roads for 40 years. He led them through the wilderness for 40 years and he is now saying to us that he did it to humble them and to prove what was in their hearts. Verse 3 says, And he humbled thee. Not only that he wanted to do it, he did it. And suffered thee to hunger. Wow. There were times, even though the road was rough and through the wilderness, God suffered them to be hungry. But then he turns around and fed them with manna, which thou knowest not, neither thy father knew. Could you imagine? They are in the wilderness. There is no food to eat. But God is feeding them with something that they knew nothing about. Mm. Could you imagine how much people being fed in the wilderness with this manna and how much manna it must be to feed all of these people? He says, And he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know. Why? that he might make thee know the man doeth not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. What? He wanted them to understand that life is not just about making money and having food. Food is not the only thing that man needs to live. He said, for a man to live, he needs to live by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. He sometimes chooses the way of trial for us. John's Gospel, the 16th chapter, and the 33rd verse, he says, These things have I spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace, but in the world you shall have tribulation. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. What? And then in Philippians chapter 1 and verse 29, he says, For unto you it is given in the behalf of Christ, not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake. Many times when we misunderstand the scripture, we begin to blame God and blame him wrongly. When things that God allowed to come to us, we sometimes get upset and wonder, why me, Lord? Why did you do that? Hebrews 12, 6 to 11 says, For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth. Wow. God proves his love by chastening his children. Oh, I could not understand that when my grandmother would, would lash me when I did wrong things. But she proved her love by correcting me. I thought that she didn't love me when she would lash me. But she, the licks probably hurt her more than they hurt me. I remember one time one of my sons was, had done something wrong and, and I, I was sick with my back and I lashed him. I said, lay on the bed. He lay on the bed and I took my belt and I lashed him. And he wouldn't cry and I lashed him harder. He wouldn't cry. And I lashed him again. And when he got up out of the bed, he said, Daddy, you know those licks hurt you 
more than they hurt me. And I cried. He was so right. He was so right. Whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. If ye endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the father chasteneth not? But if ye be without chastisement, whereof all are partakers, then are ye bastards and not sons. Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the Father of spirits and live? For they verily for a few days chasten us after their own pleasure. But he for our profit, that we might be partakers of his holiness. No chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterwards it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them that are exercised thereby. What a great God. And then, in closing this morning, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12 and 13, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. But rejoice, and as much as ye are partakers of Christ's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. Wow, what a great and a mighty God we serve. That even things that don't look good or don't feel good or don't sound good to us, he used those things to make us what he would have us to be. He promised that he'll never leave us. He promised he'll never forsake us. He promised that when we go through the waters, I will be with you. Next morning, I would share with you that there are four outstanding facts that we will learn from this passage or from this road beginning next morning. Father, thank you so much. Your word means so much to us. Lord, we are not able to make it without you and your word. The knowledge that we have, we have gained it from your word. And help us as we read your word to understand your word. And as we understand your word, help us, dear God, to be willing to share your word with others so that they too would be able to understand your word. Thanks again. We love you and praise you for all that you have done, for being with us through all that we go through. Have your way with us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Have a great day in the Lord.